0: Who is behind the TUC motion asking British workers to support war crimes? It's not too late to reverse the disastrous decision taken by many union delegations and the bureaucratic leadership clique to support this criminal resolution communist socialist and progressive parties were targeted in ukraine long before russia's military intervention in february 2022 the simple reason being that they posed a real threat to state power with the communist party of ukraine at one stage having the potential to lead the country legal proceedings were initiated against the kpu in 2014 soon after the us-backed euromaidan coup which saw neo-Nazis oust the democratically elected government, and take leading positions in the illegitimate administration that came to power. Authorities have been seeking to close the KPU for more than seven years, using decommunisation laws that banned communist symbols to block party activities, including barring it from standing in elections and shutting down its newspaper. The party was finally closed down by the stooge regime of puppet actor President Volodymyr Zelensky in July 2022 after a court in Lvov turned over all its assets, including party buildings and funds, to the state. Other left and progressive organisations were also closed down by a presidential decree in May 2022 which outlawed all political parties deemed to be pro-Russian. One party escaped unscathed, however. Sotsialny Ruk. On closer inspection, it's easy to see why. The organisation was little known before February 2022, but since then, it and its members have been used as a battering ram lobbying for increased arms for Ukraine, while whitewashing far-right and neo-Nazi organisations, including the notorious Azov Battalion. Sotsialny Ruk soon found a bedfellow in Britain, the Social Imperialist Alliance for Workers' Liberty, AWL, a faux-left organisation that pushes reactionary positions in the labour movement dressed in progressive language. Members of Sotsyalny Ruk are often on platforms of meetings hosted by the Trotskyite agents of the AWL's new front organisation, the Ukraine Solidarity Campaign, which is also backed by journalist Paul Mason, who was recently outed as a British intelligence asset. It was Sozialni Ruk that hosted a delegation of British stooges, including Mason and arch-reactionary Labour MEP Julie Ward, in Kiev in February 22, just before Russia's military intervention. And it is Mason and Co. who continued to push the pro-imperialist line regarding Ukraine in the Labour movement. They were behind the poorly attended demonstration that saw calls for Putin to be hanged and arms sent to Ukraine, on the very day that then-Prime Minister Boris Johnson arrived in Kiev, promising exactly that. Since February 2022, activists from Socialny Rook have been used as a battering ram to help successfully swing the British Trade Union bureaucracy behind the kind of reactionary pro-imperialist positions that even the wreckers of the AWL could previously only dreamed of. Support for NATO, increased weapons production, increased arms for Ukraine, and the withdrawal of Russia from all areas the West deems as under-occupation including Donbass and Crimea. So who and what exactly is Sozialny Ruk? Speak to people in Ukraine, and you'll draw blank looks, even among those on the left. But dig a little deeper, and you'll find links to USAID and the National Endowment for Democracy, or NED, a shady soft power organisation that, according to its founder Alan Weinstein, was established, quote, to do today what was covertly done 25 years ago by the CIA." End quote. One of the four core groups that make up the NED is the International Republican Institute (IRI), which was chaired by the late Republican Senator John McCain, one of the architects of the 2014 fascist coup in Ukraine. Most of Socialty Rooks' leadership has been drawn from the Ukrainian Center for Social and Labor Research an organization that has been bankrolled by the NED for many years. Documents from 2014 note that the UCLSR would, quote, monitor, monitor protest activity throughout the country, share the data with campaign activists, distribute them through social media, and produce 12 reports. Of course, this detailed information would also be shared with the NED and various U.S. intelligence agencies. In other words, either knowingly or unknowingly, the UCSLR was spying on trade unions, the left, and progressive organisations. According to its director, Volodymyr Ischenko, the USCLR received cash from the NED in 2011, 2012, 2014, and 2015, the time that Sozialny Ruk was founded, and was also backed by a George Soros NGO, the International Renaissance Foundation. Those who were around at the time the organization was funded by the NED include Socialny Ruk leader Zakhar Popovich, and Socialny Ruk chair Vitali Dudin, deputy director of the CSLR and co-editor of Commons, the Socialny Ruk-aligned journal, Oksana Dutchak and Denis Pylash, who was employed by the CSLR and writes reports on social protests in Ukraine. Sotsi Rook is also closely linked to the NED's Solidarity Centre, which is allied to the AFL-CIO, the American Federation of Labour and Congress of Industrial Organisations, with the group admitting that most of its members come from the trade unions that are supported by the soft power organisation. The links don't stop there. USAID has been funding activities and individuals in Ukraine through a series of educational centres, and its 2021 report proudly declares, quote, many activists who attended summer schools as rank-and-file participants now have positions at different levels of both the KVPU and FPU union structures, end quote, the organisations that Sociaalny Rook says most of its members come from. Quote, the US government has developed very close ties with the Ukrainian Confederation of Fe- Free Trade Unions, KVPU, and the Independent Union of Miners of Ukraine. NPGU, organisation founded as a protest against the existing old post USSR unions, end quote, the report states. Of course, US aid is not doing this as some kind of altruistic act, or because it supports democracy in Ukraine. Its main interest is the projection of US power and influence, and it expects, and is clearly getting, something in return. One of the trade unionists, frequently promoted by Sozialny Ruk and Ukraine solidarity campaign, is President of the US State Department-funded Confederation of Free Trade Unions of Ukraine, Mikhailo Volynets, also a deputy in the Ukrainian Rada for the All-Ukrainian Union Fatherland. Many claim he is a US government asset. He was awarded the AFL-CIO George Meany Lane Kirkland Human Rights Award for his role in the 2004 Washington-backed Orange Revolution in Ukraine, and also played a key role in the US-organised Maidan coup when his KVPU helped stage a fake general strike in February 2014 to accelerate Washington's regime change plans. According to Oleg Vernik, chair of the all-Ukrainian independent trade union Zakist Pratsy, the strike was in fact ordered by business owners in western Ukraine, who made their workforce stand outside for an hour with the footage dutifully broadcast on a loop by future President Petro Poroshenko's Channel 5. In another deception led by the KVU, according to Wernick, quote, the leaders of the political opposition demanded that Mikhail Volynets bring the miners to Kiev. No miners arrived. Instead, Volynets had the office workers of his KVPU put on the miners' helmets, and simulate miners from Donetsk and Lugansk at Maidan, so Volinets is clearly not all he scenes. Not only is he a master of deception in the service of US imperialism, but in March 2022, he was pictured in Covert magazine alongside his hand-picked KVPU deputy Ihor Kniazansky, aka Doshman of the Neo-Nazi Azov Battalion. Back in 2016, the KVPU joined forces with Azov during anti-government protests, sending Krenia who was also head of the Vinnytsia branch of the National Corps, a fascist political party, to negotiate with the energy minister on its behalf. Ahead of the vote on what is one of the most reactionary motions ever seen at a TUC congress, sponsored by the GMB union, which also backs the so-called Ukraine Solidarity Campaign, Volinets sent a message via the USC website, giving cl- left cover for yet another US intervention in Ukraine. The AWL Ukraine solidarity campaigns and links to such people and organisations should come as no surprise. This MI6 CIA cutout follows the imperialist line on every major issue, from Ukraine to China and from Brexit to Iraq. The organisation plays a destructive and deceptive role in the labour movement, and has now inexplicably convinced the trade union movement to follow a line that essentially calls for the genocide of people in Donbass while propping up the military-industrial complex. It's not too late to reverse the disastrous decision taken by your union's delegation and the bureaucratic leadership clique. The people of Donbass deserve better than a half-baked motion cooked up by the AWL that will take us further away from peace and an end to nine years of shelling. The AWL and its friends in the trade union movement are deceiving workers and trade unionists. They are amplifying western media lies about Russia and Belarus and masking the truth in the service of imperialism, as they always do. Workers and trade unionists in Donbass do not support this motion and they are stunned that their counterparts in Britain could be lining up to back their killers. The solidarity of fools is no solidarity at all. Stand with the people of Donbass and oppose this motion. Thanks for listening to Proletarian Radio. We aim to bring you the best Marxist analysis on current affairs, revolutionary history, and theory. Do like, comment,